0: coffee with crane i'm joseph patrick this is a podcast series where i sit down with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics please be sure to subscribe to coffee with crane on your favorite podcast player in this episode we'll be talking once again to crane worldwide logistics vice president of sales and emea ewan alexander who has been newly appointed to our global vice president of consumer retail welcome to coffee with crane ewan
1: hey joseph how are you doing today
0: Really good, my friend. First off, congratulations on the new role.
1: Thank you very much, Joseph. You know, it's uh, it's going to be a new challenge for me. Um, You know, this year, actually, uh, in November, will be my 10th year with the company. Well, let me be the
0: first to say happy anniversary to you. Happy crane
1: <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: You know, as always, we like to start off with a fun question. Whenever you're not living the Crane way, Ewan, what do you like to do for fun?
1: I enjoy art. It's one of the things that I've kind of picked up during lockdown, you know, it's one of those kind of things that kind of goes away. And then, you know, I'm thinking, right, well, I do have a bit of time. So I've I've been doing a lot more kind of portrait, uh, a little bit of landscape and just kind of dabbling with different oils and, you know, some pencil stuff as well. So, yeah, just kind of just put my hand to kind of learn new things again.
0: Keep that up. That's a good skill to have, from my point of view, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I've been hearing some really good things coming out of EMEA. Ewing, can you share with us a few accomplishments that your region's had this year?
1: You know, from the, from the sales perspective, it's been pretty challenging. Um, lots of market changes? And I would say certainly, you know, we've had Brexit, which here in EMEA has, you know, you've had you know lots of people giving you information. Um, and I would say certainly for us, we've had that, we've had then the vessel backlogs, we've had the impacts of the pandemic. For me and the sales team, it's really just been the vision to ensure that we're connecting with our clients and we're communicating. Um, we're building knowledge between both companies, and I've really seen a huge success and I'm extremely proud of the way that we've engaged. You know, demonstrating and articulating what we're doing and how we're doing it, uh, utilizing the forms of uh, social engagement that we have right like here today. Um, utilizing our website, our industry knowledge pages, the knowledge center, case studies, um, and our team has really been at the forefront throughout the region um, of just making sure that our clients are fully abreast of what's going on.
0: You're finding solutions, not excuses, am I right? Certainly, absolutely. Most excellent. Now, you're moving into an exciting new role within the company. Can you tell us more about your new vertical?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Joseph. Um, I'm going to be heading up the consumer logistics vertical within the company. So I'm going to be looking after supporting our clients with the FMCG, so fast moving consumer goods, beverages, lifestyle, and within the retail fashion sectors as well. So we're going to have laser focus on our clients. Um, we're going to be looking really at customized transportation and supply chain management solutions to allow the movement of goods from raw material to the end user you know especially on the fmcg side it's what high you know high volume kind of low cost so it's really about making sure the supply chain is flexible it's agile but it's also going to meet the demands
0: well i have no doubt we have the right man for the job on this now in your expert opinion how has the retail landscape really changed in the past 12 months or so
1: you know in the last 12 to 16 months you've seen a huge market shift from consumer retail industry The global pandemic changed our focus and our purchase priorities overnight. You know, the world focused on the manufacturing, distribution and purchasing of health and safety products. So products such as face masks, gloves, toilet paper, uh, hand sanitizer, all became a focus where it never had before. When the world went into lockdown, it impacted the way we purchase goods. You know, high tech adoption would normally take years But uh, due to the pandemic, it just moved in months. Shopping online or grocery shopping online, ordering supplies online, um, you know, the clothing and the department stores, you know, they've really got a fight on their hands along with the hospitality market. So, uh, you know, that's where I've seen a massive change, to be quite honest with you.
0: Now, speaking of digitalization in retail, can you elaborate just a little bit more on this for us?
1: Yeah, sure, Joseph. You know, digital purchases went to unprecedented levels. You know, and, and the majority of retailers, um, many of the retailers were not ready for this level of e-commerce purchasing um, and have now had to make key investments, and that's going to continue.
0: Ewan, uh, you and you just gave us a little peek into the future for the rest of the year. What will the future of the consumer market look like for the rest of this year, do you think?
1: Yeah, um, I would say... The, the increased retail demand um, due to the U.S. and everywhere you know coming out of the pandemic, fingers crossed, um, yeah. given a a bullwhip effect on supply chains. You know, in addition, you know, lack of uh, supply due to COVID outbreaks, uh, container shortages, port congestions, etc. You know, shortage. It, yeah, you know, it, it's depleting inventories in the U.S. and similarly in Europe and around the world, and you know, what will happen if this continues, you know, is people will start to panic buy again. Right. Um, Stability in in the supply chain and demand has always been relied upon the forecast and effectively forecasting. And now with the increased supply chain turmoil, there has been distribution ahead for the market and for the remainder of 2021 and potentially 2022. Um, You know, we're getting into the holiday seasons and, you know, continue probably towards the end of the year. Yeah, I see this to be, you know, hectic. And, you know, my advice would be to really start working with your logistics and your supply chain partners. You know, start planning ahead. We certainly don't see the ocean rates going in the right direction um, for a lot of our clients. So really looking at solutions. You know, I know that the rail from China to Europe and Europe to China you know, has has really taken a huge leap in in terms of uh, supply and demand. I would say certainly just having the availability of equipment on the ocean. Right. Don't see that going away anytime soon, and so certainly for, you know, the demand. And you know, if we go back to the kind of e-commerce side, right. you know, we're going well, that's going to continue, and so that kind of demand that we have um and purchasing, especially getting to that holiday season where we're buying a lot more, you know, presence and we're buying a lot more product, it's gonna have an impact. And, you know, people, I think everyone in this pandemic has certainly seen that, you know, logistics and supply chain has come right to the forefront. You know, before I'm sure you had the same with your friends going, well, you know, what do you do? I work in logistics. I'm like, well, what what does that mean? What is that? now everybody I think around the world understands really they, the, know now. The, they know now for sure and I think especially when you're purchasing things and you know I think over here in Europe you know timber you know is becoming such a hot commodity prices have risen massively due okay. to again Brexit and everything else and so when you're ordering things online I think people are just expecting hey that will be here in a couple of days and don't you know they're now seeing the whole impact on you know where it's coming from how it gets to me, um, and I think people have a, a better understanding. Um, honestly, they have a better understanding of of the impacts. but you know the consumer is the one that's being affected by the the rise in the ocean prices and you know the the rise in the air market. And so my job and and the team around me and at Crane is going to be giving the advice, now, again, articulating how we can help them. Um, and making sure that the consumers and their clients get the products when they need it at the price that they're looking for.
0: Well said, sir. Now, I think that you are in the catbird seat. You're in a very lucky position because instead of having to worry about supply shortages to buy presents for the upcoming holidays, you can just make everybody a painting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just, uh, you know, me and the kids will probably just do some artwork this year. Um, But yeah, that'll be the plan, Joseph. That's a good idea, I think.
0: Ewan, as always, it's great to talk to you, my friend. I look forward to hearing from you again here pretty soon. You take care. Thanks.
1: Yeah, thanks, Joseph. Thanks for everything you do. Most
0: certainly, sir. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player. And if you would, please like, share, follow, and comment. It really does help our little podcast to grow. So until next time, I'll keep a fresh cup waiting for you right here on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now.